cash fed cattle prices climbed last week as supplies tighten, feedlot placements appear to have peaked, says Daryl Peel. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 29th of November, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices surged higher last week, up 3 to $5 a hundredweight on a live basis amid tightening supplies relative to demand. For the week, live prices were 4 to $5 higher in the Texas Panhandle at $154 to $155 a hundredweight. They were 3 to $5 higher in Kansas at $155. 3 to $4 higher in Nebraska at 157 to 158 and steady to $5 higher in the Western Corn Belt at 155 to $157. Dress prices were $3 higher at 245. The 5-area direct weighted average fed steer price was $3.18 higher at 15607. The weighted average steer price in the beef was $3.07 higher at 24486. Even so, lackluster holiday trade and wobbly wholesale beef prices held live cattle futures in check. They were down an average of $1.05 week-to-week on Monday, from $0.47 cents lower at the back to $2.05 lower toward the front. Choice box beef cutout value was $1.04 lower week-to-week on Monday at $254.53 a hundredweight. Select was $4.70 lower at $228.53. The price of beef at all levels is expected to be supported the next few years as the domestic beef supply is expected to decline due to fewer breeding females, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. However, he adds that if inflation slows or consumers transition discretionary spending away from beef, then those factors will pressure beef prices lower. Although 30 cents a pound less than a year earlier, Griffith points out the average all-fresh retail beef price in October remained at $7.25 a pound. For perspective, he says the price in 2019 was $5.80 a pound. Griffith explains seasonal tendencies have the ability to push retail prices higher or lower from month to month, but strong demand and inflation are what have pushed prices to the levels experienced this year. Estimated total cattle slaughter for the holiday shortened week was 93,000 head fewer than the previous week at 581,000 head. Year-to-date estimated total cattle slaughter 
of 30.6 million head was 472,000 head more, or 1.6% more than the same time last year. Year-to-date estimated beef production of 25.3 billion pounds was 356.3 million pounds more, or 1.4% more. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsbasinbeef.org and look for the goals tab. Cash calf and feeder cattle prices were broadly mixed at auctions monitored by Cattle Current last week, keeping in mind that many auctions were closed for the holiday week. Although there were too few calves and feeder cattle traded for a national trend, the Agricultural Marketing Service noted higher undertones. The CME feeder cattle index closed $2.55 higher week-to-week on Friday at $177.19, that thanks to a bounce to start this week. However, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $3.48 lower week-to-week on Monday, from $2.52 to $5.75 lower, pressured by thin trade and higher corn futures prices. Corn futures closed an average of 7.8 cents higher through the front four contracts week-to-week on Monday. Soybean futures closed an average of 20.7 cents higher through the front six contracts. Feedlot inventories appear to have peaked, and cattle slaughter should begin to decline in the next several months, says Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments. On October 1st of this year, he explains... The inventory of heifers and feedlots was higher than the previous year, with the heifer percentage of total feedlot inventories the highest in 21 years. He says the number of heifers and feedlots should begin to decline and will drop sharply when herd rebuilding begins, adding that feedlot inventories are beginning to reflect the fact that feeder cattle supplies have been declining since 2019. Peel explains both the drought and lingering effects of the pandemic pushed peak feedlot numbers into this year, well beyond the 2018 cyclical peak in calf production. According to Peel, the pandemic in 2020 caused a backlog of cattle and feedlots and in the country. As a result, the estimated feeder supply on January 1st of 2021 was higher than 2020. He explains the drought in 2020 and last year caused cattle to be marketed earlier than usual and resulted in reduced heifer retention and increased heifer and cow slaughter in both 2021 and 2022. Early marketing of cattle reduced heifer retention, and herd liquidation have kept feedlot inventories higher this year and temporarily increased beef production, Peel says. He points out beef production is projected at a record large 28.4 billion pounds this year as a result of the highest total cattle slaughter in 15 to 20 years. Economic growth in rural areas continues to decline, according to the latest monthly Creighton University Rural Main Street Index. 
it fell below growth neutral for the sixth consecutive month in November, although it did increase from 44.2 in October to 45.7. The rural Main Street Index is based on a survey of bank CEOs in rural areas of a 10-state region that are dependent on agriculture and or energy. The index ranges between 0 and 100, with a reading of 50 representing growth neutral. According to Ernie Goss, the Jack A. McAllister Chair in Regional Economics at Creighton University's Hyder College of Business, the rural Main Street economy is now experiencing a downturn in economic activity. Last month, almost one in four bankers, or 23.1%, reported that the economy was already in a recession. The November Loan Volume Index dropped to a still-strong 65.8 from 76.8 in October. Higher farm input costs, greater farm equipment sales, and drought conditions in portions of the region supported strong borrowing from farmers, Goss explains. The Farm Equipment Sales Index jumped to a strong 59.5 from October's week 47.8. The index has risen above growth neutral for 22 of the last 24 months. Bankers were asked if their banks were asking for increased upfront financial commitments for farm loans. Only 13.6% indicated an increase. The remaining 86.4% reported no change in upfront commitments for farm loans. Slowing economic activity, strong energy prices, higher borrowing costs, and elevated agricultural input costs pushed the Business Confidence Index down to 27.3 from 30.8 in October. That was the lowest reading for the Confidence Index since May of 2020, according to Goss. And that's your weekly CAF News Price Point podcast for the 29th of November, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.